penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program for this special report. Blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama, blood for drama, drama. Good morning. It is Friday, February 3rd, 2023. And today we're going to delve into pronouns, gender identity, and sex. Oof. Big oof. This is a tough one. This is tough because it's so relevant right now. Like, never before has this been a topic that's needed to be discussed. There's uh, a lot of controversies around it. What's your uh, what's your position on this, David? So I've been a big proponent of like the LGBTQ community for a long time. My um, uncle, who I didn't know until I was like fourteen years old, and he first adopted me. I didn't know he was gay. Yeah. Uh, he claimed bisexuality. He had you know girlfriends growing up. Uh, when I moved in with him, he was quote unquote dating uh someone female but that was all just a charade because his father was blatantly homophobic so my grandfather uh when he was a kid uh, i have two uncles uh one of them was caught dressing in female clothes and my grandfather put him through the drywall luckily in between studs because mm-hmm. <laughs> houses were made a different code back then um but literally picked him up by his throat threw him through the drywall Chased him outside, beat him, threw him in like a bunch of thorny bushes. Like just completely traumatizes this kid. And so, my other uncle who adopted me realized real fast that it does not pay to be openly gay, especially in that time, you know, eighties. Yeah. Um, and I think right now my stance is be whoever you want to be because your life is your narrative. I don't think anyone should be able to tell you your narrative right this is my experience this ain't my life i'm not bothering as long as i'm not bothering your life right if i ask you to present uh myself in a certain way like as long as we have a cordial relationship i think respect is like a pillar of society we should all show respect to each other it's literally nothing to anyone else to call me david right or call me you know, by she or he, like, literally doesn't bother you unless you choose to let it bother you. And I think that that's not a hill that anyone should be dying on to say that someone can't identify a certain way. I'm a man, you know, presently me, myself, I'm a man. I like women. That's my sexual, you know, preference. Um, And that's just how I am, whether it's a biological thing, right, or whether it's choice or However, that came to be. That's how I am, and that's how I identify. But is it a choice, or is it biological? So your sexual predisposition, right? What you are chemically attracted to. If you see a a picture of a nude man or woman, right? The levels of attraction you know, could literally be identified in your brain, right? Through EKG and like chemical response. So, like for me, it's for women. Uh, that's great. For other people, it might be different. For other people, it might be both, and, and it is. But the choice 
right? A lot of people have come out later in their life, you know, men have been married to their wives, have three kids, 20 years in a relationship. Like, yeah, well, I, I actually am more sexually aroused by men. I've been going on business trips and I've been having sex with men because it's something that I've been missing for 40 years of my life. And I think that society historically, as with the case of my uncle, um, has subdued that, at least in our century. You know, we spoke uh, on a previous episode about the Greeks who openly, flagrantly, and, and again, this history isn't an exact science either. It's not a true narrative. In some areas, that was okay to have, you know, male consorts. In other areas, it was not okay. You know, some people say the Spartans were romantically involved with each other because they built their relationships and they fought harder in battle and they treated each other better. Could easily have been, you know, railed against because then you start working with a a different set of drama behind the scenes. You know, relationships get messy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that at the end of the day, it is your choice on how to represent yourself. It is your choice who you enter relationships with. I think a lot of people think that it's not a choice. That gender is not. They, they feel this way. And I think that's where we differ. It's like, you're born a man, you're a man. Right? Born a woman, you're a woman. Now, you talked about uh, sexual preference. So how can you be born gay, but gender's choice so your gender and your biological sex are two different entities and i think that yeah of course when you're born right your biology determines if you're a man or a woman however as you grow in age right your perception your experience you may feel you identify with more feminine traits, right? So born a man, but I identify with the feminine experience, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people aren't able to split that hair because they are either willfully ignorant or they've never taken the time to have it explained to them properly. And I'm not saying that my explanation is going to be, you know, an end all be all or could convert someone. Uh, I certainly hope that it has some positive influence. Uh, I think bigotry in any form is detestable and we shouldn't condone it. But I may be born a man, identify with female aspects, and when I'm of age and ability, if I change my sex through operation, right, my biological sex, even though it's in a new artificial biological, right, it wasn't naturally that way but I've gone through an operation to physically identify with that sex. I don't think that I should be condemned for that choice. Well, let me explain my position. Go for it. I'm with you mostly. Okay? I don't care what you do. I don't care what you want to be. Go be your best girl or boy or whatever you want. Right? You do that. That's fine. My issue is... We've been taught this way for millennia, right? So, men are men, women are women, um, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. And just because you decide one day that you're something different, you can't expect people who've been raised this way to just be like, okay, well, you're a girl now, you know? 
I don't care personally. If you want to be a girl, that's fine. Go for it. But you're still a dude to me, you know. Like, um, especially when it when it's involved in sports or something, you know. And you know, said something about when you're of age, like they're trying to make it to where they can put puberty blockers on kids. You know, I don't think that's right. Um, I don't think kids, when they're young, are able to make that decision. You know, I don't and think they're uh, mentally stable enough or, or aged enough. Yeah, they're not, they're not mature enough mentally. Mature enough. That's what I was trying to say. They're not short, mature enough mentally to make those decisions. Now, when you're an adult and you want to do this, go for it, man. Go, go be, be the best, whatever you want to be. That's fine. As long as it doesn't affect me, like you said, you know, I agree with that. But it affects me or other people. That's where the problem lies, I think. So, and I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of times where you're like in the store and you see a girl that looks like a girl. Um, you know, how you doing, ma'am? It could be a boy. Could have, could have been a boy. And you never knew. Then it doesn't matter. Right? So, that's my position. Is I don't really care. But, you know, I was talking to my wife about this a little bit. And, uh, she's like, well, what if you had to work with someone? You know? What if a new person started and they're a transgender woman? Meaning, they were a man that transitioned to a woman. Yeah, so a lot of times we use like just the acronym MTF or FTM, male to female or female to male. So, I don't know any of So it'd be MTF, male to female. That thing. Yeah. Right. And you know it's a man. Obvious it's a man or it was a man, you know, and now it's not, you know. So like how would I handle that, she says, in life? For my own comfortability, you know, their pronouns don't really matter to me because I was raised in this way where that's the way it is. You know, I was taught that way in biology class and everything else. So I would use their name constantly. Like if you were a girl that turned into a boy, your name did. Yeah, but why does that make you uncomfortable? Why can't you relinquish that thing that you've been taught? Why can't you make the conscious decision to evolve? Because that's the way that it is. Well, it's the way that it has been. It's the way that it is. Like, uh, sexual pre- preference is different from biology. Yeah, for sure. Right? So, if you can be born gay, you agree? You can be born gay? Yeah, I, I think that it is as much a biological disposition as it could be a conscious choice. I think it's both sometimes. But, I'll get into that a little bit. Um, but then they say that gender is a choice. So, they say one, one, one argument is been born this way. The other argument is that it's choice, right? So uh, it's just like like it, it doesn't really affect so much until it's a thing, you know. Like in sports, this is a controversial topic right now. Um, you got what was it? MFT? Yeah, MTF or MTM? The male to female. <coughs> Correct. Right? Yeah. So male to female. Uh, going into like combat sports, you know, and they were a man all the way into like their late 20s. So they grew up a man, had testosterone their whole life. More HGH, more testosterone, more muscle mass. But in muscle mass, muscle fiber, uh, bone density, 
you know, men were, for the most part of the world, uh, the fighters, the, the hunters, shit like that, you know, they built that way, more muscle. You can see it, even in a, a, a small man, you can see the muscle tones there, you know. It's easier to, for, you know, men, women usually have a higher body fat count. Yep. Um, more oxygen in the blood, shit like that. It's just a genetic thing. It's a biological thing. So when you're a mediocre man and you're a swimmer, you know, you're mediocre against other men. You're like placing like tenth as a man swimmer. And then you transition and you go into women's sports and crush everybody. I don't think that that's fair. No. And this is, this is where I'd, I'd agree with you. I, I don't think that in a competitive arena, right, there, there are undeniable advantages that certain sexes have over the others. Now, you said it was a evolution, right? That's how we are evolved. In other species, the females are larger, right? To better protect their young, because the males don't care. They run off, and it's like it's up to the, the female to protect their brood. Some species, the fucking girl eats the boy. Yeah. Right <laughs> after. No, worry about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Must, must be nice. Um, <laughs> you got like seahorses to carry the young, the man carries the young. So. Yeah, so the the spectrum of gender Biological sex uh, across species sometimes is fluid. There's a bunch of androgynous creatures that will physically change. So if you can physically change as an animal, which we are still animals, you know, at the end of the day, you know, they don't have the social constructs to criticize them for that change, right? There's no seahorse or toad, right? That's calling some other toad Steve, you know, one week and then <laughs> Becky the next and chastising them for it. But we do. Uh, which I think is wrong. I think that in the physical arena, sure. Um, by any metric that you can define someone that has a, a physical difference that isn't earned, right? It was just a genetic thing. I think that's a topic we probably won't really hash out or, or reach the middle of now in a mental sport like chess. I think it, it fair is fair, right? You don't distinguish genders and chess most it's of the not, time. Yeah, it's not a physical prowess though, more mental. Right. But I don't think that a lot of people are, are taking this objectivity uh, that's coming from a social sphere, right? And they're putting that on a, like a social sphere, like in our, our society. They're placing them as the less than or weird or, you know, otherwise othering them Right, because of their decisions. Well, so, I mean, I think that's the majority of people. That's not how I. Right. I you do you. Well, even still, you said yourself you'd feel uncomfortable assigning them a male or a female pronoun. Is literally nothing on you to say. Well, how many she, pronouns are? There's as many as people need to identify themselves as. It's like the and the most basic. Has to be a number. No, it doesn't. There does, if there's legal aspects for this. Because, like, people are trying to make misgendering hate speech or, or have some kind of legal. Like in Canada, they have like a law. If you misgender somebody, you can have, like, fine in jail. So it has to be a number. 
right? For for one, that that's be a legal name or or has an legal aspect to it if it's going to be that. I, I think there uh, there's a term in the military we call, especially in the Navy, called nuking it. You overthink something into just absolute chaos, right? You can even like go 180 counter to your initial argument because you nuked it. I think that they're they're nuking that aspect. Um, legality should just be via name. You know what I mean? Uh, if we're going to prosecute someone. Uh, for someone like me, right, um, I don't know any of them. Like, there's so many things that I don't even know what they are or what they even mean. I know he, him, she, her. That's what I know. Like, the, to be the thing, right? So, that's how I speak. So now if you have a new one every other day or every week, how are we supposed to keep up? How does society keep up if there's no list of what they are? Well, there, there is lists. There are lists. But there's always changes. There are resources, yeah. Because this is, again, like an unprecedented time in our human development, right? Our social development. We are enabled now, right, to identify as something else because society literally isn't stringing us up, you know, or drowning us because of it, right? Um, if I identify as a cat, are you going to accept that? There's a lot of people that do. <laughs> uh, it, it's yeah, pretty easy to accept by a lot or socially or anything. No, so there you are... No deep down that I'm not a cat, right? No, yeah, yeah. There's, you know there's fringe cases um, and fringe anything the more ridiculous it is tends to get the most visibility but when you look at like statistical analysis like the lgbtq community makes up a very small like sub one percent of the population now people who identify as cats or foxes or whatever you know furry affinity that they have is another fraction of a percent of that community how big did you say it was I, I'm I'm pretty sure that LGBTQ is is literally less than or around one percent. Okay, but like transgender people have forty one percent suicide rate. Yeah, because of fucking bigotry and discrimination that they can't take even, even day in day out. Changes, even when they're like living their best life and they change, you know. All right. So uh, according to uh, a poll. Um, let's see. A poll or like facts? And this this is a, a poll. So taking information. Hey, how do you identify coming back? Um, the this website Gallup is showing that back in 2012, Gallup took a poll and it was around three and a half percent. And as of now, like uh, today, it's up to seven point one percent for people who identify as LGBTQ in the U.S. Now, so as a whole species, that number is going to be drastically lower. You're not going to see a lot of LGBT representation in the middle of the Congo, right? Or Lithuania. Or, so where is it? In America? This is in America, yeah. So up America. to 7% in America as of, like, this year, which is double from 2012. So, like, you and I growing up with this, we might have, like, like I said, I didn't know my uncle was gay until I moved in with him uh, and he adopted me, but I had known, you know, gay individuals, and so it's it's a pretty small subset, and I think there's an irrational fear that at some point 
the gays are just going to take over and then gender will become this amorphous thing and we'll forget that he or she ever mattered. And I, I think that's I just, think that the people, just bigoted. I think people who, well, I don't consider myself a bigot. You know, I mean, I just think that this is the way it always was. And like, how many fingers and toes do you have? Yeah, 10 on a good day. Normally, normal societal standards mm-hmm. or, or physical, biological standards, you have 10 fingers. Now, there's people who are born with 12, six on one hand, or, you know, whatever, but you're taught in biology that you have 10 toes, 10 fingers, two eyes, one nose, right? And that's accepted because that's the norm, I guess you would call it. Correct? Yeah. So I think that it's the same. I think uh, that up until like 1948, um, sex and gender was interchangeable. And then uh, yeah. there was a uh, Simone something. Um, it's like a Dubois or something. I can't pronounce it. Dubois, French name? It's like B-E-A-V-O-I-R. Okay. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably Dubois, French. Yeah. Dubois or something. Uh, Simone Dubois or whatever it is. Uh, was like the first case of like this, you know? And case of like legally being prescribed something other than so biological sex. I didn't sex. really like, look all into it, but it was the first like different gender case. She was a woman mm-hmm. who thought she was a man. Or identified as a man. And then it was a whole thing. I didn't go like into deep diving or okay. research. I just know the name. And, and then there was like Judith Butler was another one right after that. Um, it's kind of a modern idea, this transgender. It's not old, you know? Right. Um, up, that's my point. It's like for millennia, there was the boys and girls and there's still people alive who think that way, and you can't compel society to accept every little thing about you. I mean, you can do you. Like, I mean, there's way leaps and bounds from what it used to be. Yeah, they, they didn't have the freedom, and they didn't have the like sphere to now. be themselves. But they do now. Yeah. But you can't, you can't accept, or not accept, but you can't expect other people to just be like, Wait a minute, you know, okay, cool, but, you know, and when you're, when you're taught something forever and it's science, because everybody's like, oh, trust the science all the time. Science says this, this, 10 fingers, right? So now you're telling me that you have 12 fingers and I count your fingers and there's 10, there's 10 fingers. Well, I got 12 fingers. No, you got 10 fingers. I got twelve fingers. See, it's an argument, you know. I don't care if you think you have twelve fingers. Sounds like you do. I mean, it's what I can see is what I believe, you know. So I understand people think differently and have this or that, you know, and that's fine. But it doesn't until it like comes to me. You can do you, you know. I do me. I'm a man. Identify as a man. I like. This, the way that 
I think it's supposed to be. Um, you can be gay or whatever you want. Uh, but you're still, like, if you, I forget what it is again, MFB. MTF. MTF. Sorry. I'm fucking this up. Uh, well, it takes time. Like, like you said, people, you can't well, expect people to change. I've never even heard that term. So, uh, yeah, you know, it takes time to learn these things, but like, that's a term, right? MTF. Yep. Or FTM. FTM. That's it. That's a list, right? That's easy to learn that. So now if you have a spectrum that's big as shit, that's always changing and getting added to, how am I supposed to keep up? Now these two little terms here, I can learn these and understand them. And I will accept it. But like, there has to be a number of how many genders there are. There has to be something that's concrete for me to be able to keep up. Because I don't study this. Most people in the world don't run around like, well, let me go learn all this crap, you know? Okay, so I, I think the <clears throat> the issue for a lot of people is, like you said, back in 1948, with Simone, Brevet, uh whatever, like... That was the distinction between biological sex and then gender being a separate thing. Biological sex, sure, that's that's facts, science. But gender is is more of a social science, right? It's not an exact science. It is a a social construct. There isn't a hard cap on social constructs or traditions or behaviors, right? It's constantly changing. We're just in a new era where this change can be explored, and obviously there's some adversity to adapting it, especially across certain cultures. Um, you'd still be killed for this, still be killed for holding hands with a man or you know kissing someone of the same sex in other yeah, countries. You killed at the grocery store tomorrow. Yeah, but it's not because you're just a straight white male. Generally, it's it's because straight white men have a lot of problems. With their... Yeah, I think there's a lot of self-imposed problems too, and. I don't feel like they're self-imposed. I mean, I just want to be and be left alone. And so do they. And you talk about, well, I, well, I can't be, be left alone. You know, you like, can't. I, I can't be held accountable for not knowing all of your pronouns or sexual preference. That doesn't come into the sphere. Like, unless you're in bed with them, you know, you're very rarely going to be held accountable, quote-unquote. Human yeah. natures make mistakes, right? So, like, Say you were, thought you were a girl, you know, on my pronouns are she, her, whatever. Yep. Um, and like you look like you look, you know, you have a beard, you're a man. And, uh, I'm like, all right, cool, man, you're a girl. And then we're talking, you know, and I'm like, yes, sir, is the way you look. You know, is that offensive? Probably. Most, no. So it's from personal experience, from knowing several, like, not like well, you're gonna slip yeah it's a freudian slip that's why they call it that your brain's thinking one, one of our co-workers answers the phone and all the time all, all they have to go off of is a voice and 15 times a day plus they say ma'am oh i'm sorry sir or sir i'm sorry ma'am mm -hmm. they literally get confused and do freudian slips just over the phone we easily can hear it's it's one or the other um and even still, that's in our society at some point, right? Corporate's going to take it over and be like, even those greetings might not be acceptable. Um, but I'm sure that's if... Right. Yeah, so 
again, these these perceived problems and these perceived obstacles of accepting uh, gender identities, I think, is not not the core of it. I, I think it's it's projecting uh, to some degree, and I think that from personal experience, the majority of you know transgenders or uh, you know people who identify as a certain gender that don't get immediately offended, they understand because they're dealing with the shit nonstop. Now, if you said, I I won't adhere to calling you she because I see you have a beard, right? If you're just blatantly disrespecting their wish to be labeled as something, I think that is offensive because you're, you're, they've said, hey, please you know, pronounce me as she. And you say, fuck, no, bro. You're a dude. That's offensive, right? If, if you're born that way. Because what? if you come into my store, you know, you as a man identifying as a man with a beard, and I keep calling you sweetie, hey, hey, girl, well, ma'am. If you do that, I don't care. If you don't care, then you don't care. And there's plenty of other people that won't care. You do that all the time. Yeah, there, but there's a lot of people, not you particularly, but, you know, people who would look like you that would come in that would get very offended very quickly if I consistently disrespected them because they took it as a slight. Most people who are going through this gender transition... There's also freedom of speech taking place. Freedom of speech and being disrespectful are, like, that, that's a whole other topic, but you should have a base respect. Well, yeah, should be respectful, but still, there's freedom of speech. People don't have to call you just because you want them. No, and you're not going to get... Well, maybe in Canada, but, like, <laughs> so now you're not going to get sued for libel yeah, for calling like someone. More than Canada's been proposed in our government, you know, and that's part of my problem. It's, it's like, you know, if, if there has to be a number. If you're going to make legislation, there has to be a number. You can't just make one up every other day. Like, I identify as X. What's X? Or I identify as Z. What's that? You don't need to know. You don't actually fucking care to know. If that... there's legislation, I need to know. If legislation gets involved uh, on me saying uh, I'm going to get fined for calling you ma'am when you identify as a male, I think that's uh, way too far. I think so, too. But if it's going to happen, then I want a list, right? Wouldn't you want a list? If, yeah, if, if, they co if they codified it in legislation, there would be a, a list for sure. But then the way that they but, have but to how, change this, like you just said, you know, there's a spectrum. There's there's no number of identities. No, and if they made a list, say, eighty different gender pronouns, right, and then that boom in legislature, mm -hmm. the time that it would take to change that, when you say, oh, they're coming up with stuff every day, it wouldn't change immediately. You know how slow government is. You know how slow legislation is. Yeah. Right. It would take months or years in order to add to that list or then, subtract from that list. People, you know how people are. So if there's a list, say there's four. I don't know what they are, you know, but there's four. And then they come up with ten more next month. Government's slow, so you know about these four. Right? Yep. Um, so now there's... You identify as a Z. Then I'm like, what's up, man? What's up, dude? Whatever. No, you know, I identify as a Z. 
Oh, good. Z's not on the list. So which one of these are you? No, I'm a Z. I don't know what that is. It's not on my list. So then, you know, if there's legislation like the misgendering is uh, offensive, the act of violence, I've heard this, an act of violence, which is a crime. Right. So now they call the cops on you. Well, you know, he misgendered. You know, I'm like, well, they're not on the list. Disease not on the list. If it's always evolving and changing, then Z wouldn't have a case. To the point of they're not on the list. Yeah, but they think they do because it's always changing. There's a spectrum, right? So they think I'm misgendering them because right now there's a spectrum. There's a big, long, endless supply. You can be whatever. So without a list, there is a case. So if you make legislation, there's a case. And, and the only way to keep from getting in trouble or fined or going to prison or going to jail is to have that list. So like my issue is when you apply societal standards to other people that affect everyone's lives that are biologically inactive. Right? Does that make sense? Yes, but no, because again, gender and biological sex are extrapolated from each other. Like they're they're different things. But that's new. That's forever. Right. Up until recently, nineteen forty eight or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, at least it hasn't been visible, it hasn't been talked about, it hasn't been on the table for discussion. Right. So you were taught this way your whole life. And now it's changing and you expect people to just be like no, you're wrong. You know, well, how am I wrong? Because biological sex, sex and gender were interchangeable forever from tribal times till now, right? So you want me to change what change is necessary for the most part and you need to evolve as people. It's hard to do, you know, and, and you've always been taught how to talk. Yes, sir, no, sir. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yep. And now you're offended by this. So you're non-binary, whatever you call it. A lot like this, this could be divisive, but there's always going to be shit stirrers, right? There's yeah, always going to be someone who wants to, myself one of those. always going to be someone who wants to cause a scene. You know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. I do have a problem with some of the, and again, Fringe this is not everyone from personal experience. I've I've never experienced this, right? But I've seen the news articles because news articles are catchy. They're made to get you to click on, right? There's mm-hmm. some hot issue. So when someone takes their transition and makes that their whole personality, I think that's representative of a weak personality, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to insert themselves into a movement, right? Uh, and use that as a validation for self-worth. I think that is wrong, right? I don't identify myself as like a service member in everyday talk. You know what I mean? That's a part of my personality. It's part of my history that comes up sometimes when I'm speaking to people. If it is, you know, uh, appropriate, right, to mention. But those who insist that that needs to be addressed in every iteration of communication that they have. Yeah, that is wrong. It's annoying. It's obnoxious. Mm. But that's a symptom of a personality disorder, right? They are not 
they're causing problems or a shit stirrer. But everyone that I've spoken to that has been in, in this situation, they're fine. They understand that change is slow, that the social consciousness and norms, traditions, is going to take some time. They've, I've personally, you know, had slips where I've mislabeled them, but at the time, you just say, hey, I see, uh, you know, someone else called you this. Like, how would you like to be addressed? Just so I know. And they say, oh, thanks for asking. It's actually this, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, great. I'll, I'll try my best to, you know, remember that. And um, they say, thanks. And that's it. As a normal yeah, person. Yeah, I get that. Um, biologically still matter, right? No. It doesn't? No, unless you're fucking them. Now, if you go get a, a lady boy from Thailand and you bring the bed, and you're surprised that they're actually a boy downstairs. Mm-hmm. You might have wanted to address that first. <laughs> lady boy. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's what? no. That's that's a cultural thing that they call themselves that. There was a video the other day where I saw this very attractive uh, woman uh, in this video. I mean, she's been interviewed. One guy, camera guy, one guy interviewing them, and. Uh, she's like, because it's Thailand, they're still not, like, this has been around for a long time, but they're still coming around to making that, like, topically socially acceptable, like, government-wise, yeah. like, religion-wise acceptable. And the guy's like, oh, you're so pretty. She's like, no, I'm a lady boy. He's like, what? He's like, I'm boy. He's like, no, come on, you're so beautiful. He's like, no, yes, I'm lady boy. And it's like, well, even yeah, he couldn't accept it. Yeah, I think I might have showed it to you. Yeah. And it's like, so that's kind of demeaning because they're still trying to institute like, oh, you're a female, even though like, dude's a dude. Dude knows he's a dude. He's telling you he's a dude. He likes to portray a feminine side, Mm -hmm. but he was still being forcefully, you know, personified as a female based on these guys because they're just Um, fucking idiots. So no, uh, biological sex doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you've got under your shirt. Under your pa- in your pants, right? Uh, Unless we're... But it does, because men can't get pregnant, right? So if right. you're... I'm going to fuck it up again. Uh, MFT? MTF, male to female. No, no, fuck. fuck yeah. No. Uh, if you're male to female, you can't get pregnant. Right. Right, correct? Uh, yeah, unless they've come out with a new surgery that allows you to instill ovaries and everything else necessary, but I don't think that's the case. Right. So biologically matter. Right? Biolo- biology matter. Because for what? What does it matter for? Because men can't get pregnant. So, so there's men. Because they're men, they can't get pregnant. That, I don't, like, so again, that's the... <sighs> is, it, is it correct or not? Men can't have babies. Yeah. In, in our, our species. Right, correct. And there's Asexual frogs and there's okay. So then, in fifteen years, fucking seahorses and shit like that. But we're talking about right now, not fifteen years. Well, at some point, right? You you can't isolate exactly that because once they have the operation in the future, right, where they can have ovaries and we can overcome biological sex due to uh, a procedure. At that point, even biological sex, as it started out, like is it doesn't matter if you can change it. I mean right now. It says right now, yeah, men can't get pregnant. But if so I'm 
Yeah, but not in the way you're addressing someone. Like, I don't know what circumstance you're saying that this is going to be a critical distinction. Because you're a man, you can't get pregnant. Yeah, that's exactly. why. Yeah. That's why it matters, because you're a man. Because men don't get pregnant. Women get pregnant. So there's literally, like, there's something about a couple somewhere. They were both transgender. It was... um a male to female woman. Yep, saw that article. And a female to male man. Yeah, there you go. You got it. Right? Yep. I can't remember the acronym. But anyway, uh, so they wanted to have a baby, right? So the transgender woman got the transgender man pregnant. Yep. And the man carried the baby. Because, why? Yes, his biological sex is still a man, but he, there's nothing restricting him from identifying as female. No, the, the man carried the baby mm-hmm. because it was a girl. Right. Not because it was a transgender man. It was still a girl, physically. Physically, yeah. Right, that's, that's the point I'm trying to make here. It's like, you're born... With these organs and these things, and that's what you are. Now you can say you're a cat or a dog. Most people don't give a shit. Go be a cat, man. Be the best cat you can be. Just don't knock shit off my table. Don't knock shit off don't my table. Don't chew on my headphone cord. Don't chew my fucking headphone phone cord, and don't meow at the door while I'm trying to budge. I don't really give a fuck. But to aggressively tell someone. You have to use this pronoun or gender that they've never even heard of. It doesn't exist legally. That's never been used yet. They potentially be guilty of a crime. That's kind of my premise. All, all except for the crime part is just them being an asshole. Assholes yeah. come in all shapes, sizes, well, genders. Absolutely, but they're working towards legislation. And I don't like legislation. It's going to be the possibility of me or someone or anyone getting in trouble for talking the way they've talked for their whole life. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, ma'am. That's not my thing. Oh, sorry. You know, there was literally a case in, in Canada where this is a legislation. They have legislation in Canada. I'll have to check that out because if that's the case, then the standard should be that any derogatory term, period. Well, if I call you an, what's derogatory? If I call you an idiot, implying that you have a mental deficiency. That should be liable. If I call you, if I call you, you can't a, talk at all. Right. If I call you a bitch, then that should be the same standard as me saying, "Ma'am," when you're identifying. Like they as have a, in he. Canada. They have hate speech law, and they have misgender law. I'll have to look into it because I, I haven't been living in America, and that's not on well, my door. Well, I guess it's on my doorstep, but it's not in my house yet. Well, that's why it's mattering to you. You know, like what you just said. Mm-hmm. If it never happens, whatever. But if it does, then I want a list. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get one, because that's how laws work. Well, then who makes that list? There's going to be some body of LGBTQ representatives that... Yeah, but if it's always evolving, then how do you keep that list? Well, you have a, a vetting process. Like, they're going to get... They're going to do a poll. Well, hey, what do you identify as? I have to say, okay, this is the list. 
we can't keep creating more because this is the list. It has to be. Yeah, it's not like they'll they'll have a hundred applications. These are all our hundred different pronouns, and then they say, "Well, this is a lot. Uh, we're starting with four. We'll give you another four, and we'll go through that." Like there, there's no tsunami of queerness that's going to sweep the nation and drown a bunch of straight well, guys. I'm in not it. worried about that. I'm worried about that's what they make it seem out to be. Not you specifically, but you know, there's plenty of people around us. Well, there's dickheads in everything, every race, creed, color. Yeah. Every, there's dickheads, I'm sure, that are gay or, or lesbians yeah. that hate men. But I would argue reason. the amount of dickheads that are making a legitimate case calling the cops on someone for misgendering them, there's a lot less of those than there are people that are going to be unhappy that this exists at all. But it still happens. Well, it's just like the finger thing, right? Twelve fingers. There's, it still happens, but it's point eight percent of right. the population. And whatever it is, one case, five hundred cases, still not right. Yeah, but there's being there's... getting in trouble for misgendering someone is not. There's still freedom of speech. You still have to be able to say what you want. Yeah, we should protect freedom of speech. I think the definitions that you're getting towards for hate speech should be right, taken right. with the utmost caution because that's a slippery slope, and that's why I there's... I don't think there is hate speech. I think there is just speech. There's hateful speech, but there's nothing that's hate speech. That makes sense. It's still just speech. This might be a different episode, but... Yeah, but if I keep calling you, a, a, like, a retard, right? If I'm calling you that on the daily right doesn't matter if I'm management or if I'm a co-worker or some guy down the street if every time I see you I address you as uh, that that retard right that's disrespectful for one uh it's still just speech it is still just speech at the end of the day but like we should hold ourselves to a higher standard I don't think that we that standard should necessarily be legal um Again, I don't think you should institute jail time or, or fines or something like that, but like, God forbid, at, at the very least, maybe like a restraining order. If you don't want to be around me, if you want to call me retard every time, don't be around me. But you can, I can tell you, don't talk to me no more. Yeah, and if you continue to do it, that's harassment. Doesn't matter what I'm calling well, if you. You continue to do it, there are consequences one way or the other, right? So yeah. you continue to do it, then you either, if you're at work, you get someone involved who just tell you to stay away from me or it's harassment or whatever, but that's different. Like your day to day walking by, you know, someone you don't see every day can't seem consider something. Is there some guy on the corner talking a bunch of shit about black people? Like I don't have to agree with him. It's his right to be able to say what he wants. Yeah, so Again, I think harassment as as a blanket offense, it, it exists now. It's going to continue to exist. But you kind of like countered your own point. Like if I say, don't address me as this, and you continue to address me as this, that could just be a form of harassment if I perceive that as derogatory. Like we call each other a bitch at work all the time. None of us have stood up to make the case that that's harassment, right? Because we understand each other. We have, but we still have respect, right? That's in the more of a joke. 
Right, but a joke that everyone's in on and benefiting from. Now, if the joke is at someone's expense consistently, that's harassment. And uh, I think that at the end of the day, your biological sex at this point is still, you know, set in stone. And you can have operations to modify your biology to some extent. Maybe in the future we have full body changes, right? You could get that whole suite of organs. And then at the end of the day, you would be a female in my eyes if you've got all the changes. But the biological female, as far as gender goes and how you want to be perceived, how want you uh, how you want to be addressed, what your experience for life is, I don't think should be stepped on. And if someone... Well, I'm not trying to step on it. No, some some people are. But if you accidentally step on my toes, that's that's an accident, right? That's a superficial slight. And any reasonable individual goes about their day and forgives and forgets. There are going to be outliers, the shitsters who want to make that a case and draw that into their their whole persona. And I, I think that's... The f- a fallacy. That's that's a flaw. That's a weakness of character. Doesn't matter who it is or what it's about. But yeah, if if I want to be identified as something, have the courtesy to acknowledge that. If you can't acknowledge that for whatever reason, then do your best to limit interaction with me. That's what I would do. Like if, if you know you're talking about the bitch thing. Like if you just kept on a retard or whatever, I would just be like, I'm never talking to this bitch. Yeah, like, I don't hang out with neo-Nazis. I mean, either. Um, but I mean, with the gender thing, like, just literally up until fairly recently had, like, a medical term gone to it, you know? I think it's uh, gender dysphoria. Gender dysmorphia. Isn't that different, though? Is that, like, your... Or is that body dysmorphia? That's body dysmorphia. It's the same thing where you, you perceive something differently. Like, I'm relatively thin, but I, I see myself fat as fuck. No. So it's gen- I, I see myself as, <laughs> yeah, a female, but I'm physically a male. That's what it has been historically. So, some 300 pound Texas oil rig worker walks into the doctor's office and he's like, good, listen, doctor, thank God. Woman trapped in a man's body. I want you to cut off the dick and my balls. Two big old titties on me. Think I'll be happy. Well, they're just supposed to be. That's cool. what makes them happy, Doc. Get slices. Well, what if it don't work? What if later on you change your mind? You can't reverse that, right? I don't think. But I know that. Of. That's a, a consequence of a decision you made of sound mind and body. Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, hey, Doc, you got my dick in the jar or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> Same thing if you just walked outside and shot your neighbor. Like, that's an action you made, right? You have to live with the consequences. Right, but then, like, it comes into, if you dress like a girl and you look like a girl, but you still got a dick, are you a girl? You're a girl as far as anyone needs to know or cares about. If that same quotation, girl, goes into the men's bathroom, or the women's bathroom, actually, it's women's bathroom, because they look like a woman, right? Yep. So. They go in there and they have a dick. My four-year-old daughter's in. Is that not something to be concerned about? Well, or I think my twelve-year-old daughter. I think there's there's privacy walls in most restrooms. Not all urinals have privacy there's, walls. There's cases though, like uh, there was a high school kid 
Mm-hmm. It was dressed like a girl, had a dick, right? Um, by biologically standard, was a boy. Everything was, yep. nothing was removed. Right. This was high school. And I think uh, he was maybe 16-ish, and there was a girl who was 14 in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, this dude, kid, person, whatever, MF, whatever. Yep, MTF. Raped this girl in the bathroom. And then the school tried to cover it up. And then they kicked him out of the school. He went to another school, went to the girl's bathroom, did it to another girl. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a concern. Like, I mean, most people ain't walking around rapists. That's that's just a rapist, and it's just as likely that yeah, that would have been it was easier a... to do because no. he was dressed like a girl. There's no, there's no fucking alarm or laser beam field that prohibits you from entering. No, nobody. I'm sure there was hundreds of people around, the kids or teachers or whatever. If you see a girl walking into the girl's bathroom, nobody thinks the wife. You see a boy walking into the girl's bathroom, you're like, where the fuck are you going? That is, that is not the part of the story that's the problem. The, the problem is that there's a fucking rapist and that they were translated out of school instead of being well, yeah, put I mean, away. That, that sucks, but it still happened. Right? It is just as easy for a man who, whose bathroom is adjacent to that female's bathroom to just walk in the female's bathroom following a young woman in there. Yeah, but society is going to be like, why are you going into that bathroom following that girl? If you see a girl following another girl, it's just a girl going into the girl's bathroom. Right, but you sh- right or no? Yeah, so that's like... Like if you're at Walmart, right? Me and you are at Walmart. Yeah. And, you know, the the men's is on the left, there's the water fountains, and then the women's is on the right. So we see a... You know, you're just like looking around in Walmart, and you see a, like, 15-year-old girl. You notice her because she's a girl. She's pretty. Yeah. She walks in. You see a man walk into the bathroom that she goes into behind her. Does that not raise alarm to you? I know I would be like, where the fuck are you going? Are you her dad? Like, I'd ask questions. Yeah. If I seen a girl, or a person who looks like a girl, walk into that same bathroom behind her, I wouldn't even ask questions. I know she goes to one of the bathrooms. Yeah, so... Or so that if a girl was walking into the boys' bathroom. I'd be like, hey, you know that's the boys' bathroom, right? Because it happens. People make mistakes. I've been yep. literally taking the piss at the urinal and some girl walks in. Oh, my God. Right. But so, you wouldn't raise any concern with seeing a boy or man that's of age to have I, sex walk in behind a woman that's of age to have sex? I think it's it's a bit of a red herring, this particular instance. Um one, it's a shame that we have to be cognizant and alarms are raised because rape is such a prevalent issue. I think the issue is that we're worried about assaults and um men are most likely to be assaulted. Yeah, for sure. Honestly. Yeah. Um but like that's the primary thing. Uh the, the secondary is that most people who identify as female, if they're MTF they identify and that identity has a certain aesthetic to it. There's, you know, bearded woman at the circus is different than like, hey, doc, you cut my dick off and put some big old titties on me. 
That dude's not often seen. That is a very, very, very small case. And then a very, very small case of that is this one rapist. Mm-hmm. Now you look at all of the other rapes that have happened. And what this is what I meant, like statistically before, about people that are worried about this versus like the people that you know cause alarm or whatever, um, cause a stink. Is it gets such a small thing, but it gets blown out of proportion. So one, you could just say all all bathrooms, right, should just all have stalls. Um, now, I mean they do, but. Yeah, but I mean, like, there was argument, oh, there should be male bathrooms, female bathrooms, and then, like, non-gendered bathrooms or whatever. Uh, Family restrooms. There's plenty of family restrooms. Everything should just be the fucking family restroom. But, um, again, the the sort of red herring, the thing that catches your eye is this one outrageous story. And the core of the story is that there's a rapist. The What everyone sees is that, oh, it was a transgendered rapist and now it's you know demonizing the transgender movement based off this one well, you know case i'm not trying to demonize anyone I'm just stating this case maybe not you but best believe social media was swarming well, my, my with that question was for you personally for me personally if you had a daughter or even if it wasn't your daughter some girl she walked by smiled at you whatever she goes into the bathroom now you see a man walk into the female bathroom behind her. Yes, alarm would be raised. There would be concern. I would probably post myself about that restroom. And if and someone didn't come out within... At least listen. Yeah, if someone didn't come out within five minutes, if I'd heard even screaming... The, even the family bathroom. If she goes, she's 16, 17, 18, 20 even, mm-hmm. goes into the family bathroom. Now, a grown man follows her in there. They don't have a kid. I would be like, the fuck's going on? Now, if there's a kid there, they have a kid. Maybe that's her husband. Or if she's 15 and he's 25, I'd be like, what the fuck? You know? Yeah, but just as easy, that could be like some fucked up couple. You know what I mean? Like, there is... I mean, there's a lot of variables, but it would still be like, what's that dude going into the bathroom? Yeah, it, it would raise alarm for me, but I think that the primary thing is that, like... But therein, yeah. if it was a male to female, mm-hmm. and they walked in and it looked like a girl, you wouldn't even notice. No. And then they have a dick, and they could go in there and potentially do something. Or at least uh, if you have a young girl... 10, 11, right. for some reason, they have to do something, and their fucking dong is flopping out, you know, this little girl sees it, you know, they don't think that's wrong, Again, and, you know, I'm sure that most people are like, I'm not going to just pull their dick out, but it happens, right. you know, like if you're wearing pants, and who knows, shit happens, you Yeah, know? And, and some shit happens, and you have a bulge in your pants, and the little girl's like, why does that girl have a bulge in your pants, or it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, to me. Yeah, well, I think that, again, statistically, the opposition is a lot greater than the uh, point that they're arguing against. And there's a lot of um, cases like this where it's become something of either a martyrdom or like 
you know, this, this travesty. But uh, like we've said countless times before, like do your research. There's, there's so much more that we blissfully ignore, right. About all the other cases of, you know, just the normal males walking in behind those women's, uh, I, in the restroom. If I, if I don't see it, I can't do it. If I see it, I'm going to ask questions. Yeah, for sure. But this is, you, but the, that's the research component, right? You're not going to see this every day in your I mean, existence. I guess my point is, like, you have phenotypes. You know, the, yeah. You know, it's the uh, observable trait of whatever. You know, men have a beard. Yep. Men are a little bit bigger. Um, women have long hair. Women have breasts. you got a phenotype that you're looking at. And when the phenotype is the normal, quotations, thing, you don't ask questions. But when it's not, you see some bearded dude going into the girl's bathroom, you're like, what the fuck's he doing? You know, because it's not what you were taught. You can't expect people just to reprogram everything that they've been taught for 40 years, you know? It's, um... It's difficult to uh, adjust your thought to that. And it's not just this. Like, you think about aliens, like the greys. It's like, oh, they're always represented as, like, these genderless, thin, big-headed fucking creatures. They they don't, in most stories, you don't see, like, yeah, this grey with uh, this really thin, you know, puppet body and, like, some triple F titties was bouncing around while they were anally probing. You know, that does really happen. You look at, like... Even even dwarves in like fantasy, it's like oh, we always you know, have like the girls have beards. Too. Yeah, like male dwarves and these like female bearded dwarves, and you can't tell the difference. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it is difficult for us to extrapolate uh, and gauge ourselves towards the different phenotypes for sure, because that's either how we've been brought up or like just biologically how we're predisposed to recognize uh, in an SS. The situation, whether it be a potential threat or you know a resource. Um, I mean, there's like exceptions to everything. You have your like uh, hermaphrodites, and, and what do they call them now? Because uh, that's offensive to say that. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. What the, the fuck's up- the new one? I don't know what the updated medical term is, but for historically, that's what it's been. Can't remember it. But uh, anyway. That, right? You know, you have people that are born with both. Uh, it's very rare. I think Siamese twins are more prevalent than yeah, hermaphrodites. It's extremely rare, but then in most cases, like, they either have um, one like, functioning have set. One, one thing or the other. Most of them. One that's born a girl with a penis that has, like, a, I guess they call it like an enlarged clitoris or a micro penis. Mm hmm. You know, it's like a little bit longer. Yeah, jeans just got a little bit weird. It's not like a full dick. Yeah. Um, And the ovaries are where they go. Essentially, you're all female until you're born. Yeah. Your ovaries drop down and your penis grows. Yep. That's how it works biologically. Yeah. You know, so that's why I think it matters because, you know, it, it... biologically changes into what it is and and there you are um then there's like uh, Klein Felter's syndrome 
heard of this? Nope. It's a male born with extra chromosome. Like, you know, a man is like XY. Right. Girls are XX. Yeah. And then XYY. Something like that. XY. Yeah. Some shit. And then, so these Kleinfelds are sent from XXY. Yeah. So they have like an extra female chromosome, but they're still a man. Right. But it's like extreme rareness. You know, I mean, like. 0.08% of all births in the time they've been recording births. Yeah. A minute, tiny amount. Um, But, you know, like biology and identity, I think, is different because you have these weird things in there, but you still have the chromosome aspect of it. Men are the Y chromosome, and women are the X chromosome. And even if you transition your body all the way to right where you said like maybe 20 years in the future they can put in ovaries and the uterus all that shit into a biological man and then now they're a woman right but if they were to be tested their chromosomes they would probably still have to lie yes one day they figure out how to change your dna completely but your dna it's in your bones yeah your so they can dig up bones of cavemen or almost any animal in reality um, and test the bone and determine if it was a man or a woman, right? Right. So you don't think that that's real? or No, that that's real, but it doesn't matter. The only time that your biology is, is going to matter in the sphere that mm-hmm. we're discussing now where people are getting outraged is... If you're honestly, it's like comes down to if you're in bed with a person, right? And the only time that's going to happen, you're already going to have that discussion. Um, it doesn't matter what my biology is assigned to, like what my gender, uh, my request, or identify as. Well, I, I don't disagree, but at the same time, for the sake of argument, I think that what you want to be called doesn't matter. You, you don't need to know what my biological sex is. Unless well, most, you need to most know. Most people who are want to tell you, right? So it seems that way anyway. I haven't had massive amounts of conversations with these people, but you know, like most people that come up and like now it's on like Twitter and what do you, you know, don't want to say or non binary or male, female, right? You know, it's on everything. So most people want to tell you, I think. And if you can't tell that I'm a man, then there's something wrong with you, you know, I think. Um, if I can't tell that, you know, my wife is a girl or your girlfriend is a girl, mm-hmm. probably, probably something wrong. You know, you got, like, people that dress a certain way, and sometimes you can't tell. But I think that it does matter, biology of it all, because um, now you're getting into, like, like men that have changed being on the woman of the year thing, like the woman of the year for Life magazine or some shit, like Caitlyn Jenner is the woman of the year. Yeah, again, woman as a part of the. So that's. We talked about sports. Right? We that talked was about, a man. Yeah, we talked about the arena of physical competition, 
there's going to be differences and it's going to be an advantage. If it comes to something socially or intellectually, I don't think it matters. So do you think uh, that Caitlyn Jenner is the woman here? I, I don't tend to uh, care about what someone's... I mean, I don't either, but I, she's not a woman. If that's what the governing body of Time magazine decides, then sure, fuck it. Whoever even, wants to buy the Time. Even Jenner said, and like, and we got a lot of scuffles too, mm-hmm. with the whole thing with sports. It's like, no, no, men should not be allowed to be in sports. And people were like, oh, he's so brave and all this. And then when he said that, they got all pissed off. You know, well, what do you mean? You know, he even said, like, I'll take it, but I don't think that I should be on the cover of women's magazine. That's valid for him. If like, so is he to him? Oh fuck! Is <laughs> he Freudian slip? Uh, so that's valid for Caitlyn Jenner. Answer the question: Is it a him? No, or is it a her? It's a her. So it's a her, even yeah. though it was an Olympic champion man. They're. Their record at that time in their life, what they were performing as, was as a man in a man competition. And he had not undergone anything. He wasn't identified as anything else. So that was a man that was Bruce at that time. Because men are different. Yeah, for sure, biologically. Because you can't change into a woman. You can change your your identity, sure. But you can't do it posthumously. You can't be like, oh yeah, me as a woman, I crushed those dudes. Because you weren't identifying as a woman at that point. I mean, I could identify as a woman right now. Yep. At forty years old. Yep. Out of shape. Yep. Haven't lifted in years. Yep. Go into the women's Olympics mm-hmm. and destroy them all with weightlifting. And this might be like the ringer. You might, you might get uh, destroyed like Cartman from South Park when he yeah, went to the special Olympics. I remember. Uh, the one episode of South Park where the macho man was identified as I am the strongest woman. Yeah, yeah. man. Like, just destroyed everybody. Heather Swanson. Are, are you aware that Heather Swanson uh, just started identifying as a woman uh, two weeks ago? She's like, yeah, David, I think that's honestly kind of bigoted. She's like, oh. Or he's, or he's like, uh, he's not your, or she's not your average woman. Yeah, David, I think it's kind of bigoted. Okay. Fucking yeah. <laughs> giant, full-ass macho man, Randy Savage. Yeah, again, in, in the realm of physical competition, I think that's undeniable. Uh, and but why? How can you, how, if you're a woman, you're a woman. What is a woman, David? Uh, a woman is a, a mindset in the... It is? Yeah, I would I would say so. As okay, far as... Uh, can the, a man get pregnant? No, actually. Man cannot get pregnant. So what is a woman? Biologically what, speaking, what's the definition? Biologically speaking, a, a woman is is someone who a female, yeah, female that can get pregnant, get pregnant and have eggs or children or whatever. Right, correct. Yeah, that's my biology man. What is a man? The antithesis. Even your big words. I'm not trying to be a dick. No, I I just I think that it's it's a cyclical argument. Um, on that end, how? Because again, we're we're differentiating between two things, gender and biological sex, in different realms. Biological sex will matter in a contest of sport. Biological gender, or biological sex won't matter All right, when you're in a, a social sphere, whether you're addressing me as he or she, or so, whether uh, how do playing we, chess. How do we differentiate the because the sports thing is like all over everything right now. It's like huge. Mm-hmm. Controversial topic, right? 
do about that? Let's start there. Then you just make a third third format for them to compete in. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, I think that you should put like transgender women against transgender women. And trans that this should it still be segregated then if gender don't matter. Like should support Bi- again, biological sex will matter in any avenue where you have a advantage or disadvantage, whether that's being able to make babies or being able to lift virtually forty percent more or greater in like a weightlifting sport. But for playing chess, doesn't matter. If we're at a gala and you want to dress up no, in no. a dress and be yeah. woman of the year, go there's for no it. No chess in the Olympics. No, because the Olympics are a physical sport. Right. Yeah. So the physical aspect. Yeah. So we make a third, and then should that be se- segregated by sex then? If you make a third, so you got men's well, technically Olympic. be fourth. We'd have an MTF and an FDM. So it'd be four. We'd have to add two more for that. And then maybe a third, and that's just whoever wants to compete gets to compete. But I'd say that if you compete in one, you should probably not be able to compete in the other. If you have yeah. Bruce Jenner as the male Olympic athlete, uh, you know, Olympic winner, gold medalist for mm-hmm. long distance running or whatever, sprinting, he should not also be able to compete as Caitlyn Jenner in the MTF or in the non-binary mm-hmm. avenue. Yeah, so if you're in one avenue, you can't switch lanes in the same time frame. Right. Right, so Bruce did compete as Bruce historically. If Caitlyn wanted to compete now, Caitlyn should compete in a MTF category, mm-hmm. not in the female-specific biological sex but category. But they don't think that that's right. They think that it should be this way. You should, if you identify as a woman, you should be able to go in. I understand your position; it's the same as my position on this. Like, but they think that they should be allowed to go in and and just do whatever they identify as. Well, they're not going to be happy when they fail everything, and other people aren't going to be happy when they dominate everything. Yeah, I mean, should natural women have to go against unnatural men? Well, the whole point of sports is it's entertainment. So it's there for profit. Well, it's competition too, though. Olympic competition. Yeah, for sure. It, it's for it's for clout, but at the end of the day, it's for like entertainment, right? Mm. So there's there's no inherent aspect of life that deems you have to be like sports and entertainment is a, a construct that we've made. So it's not beholden to any sort of biological rules, really. It's just whatever we deem is appropriate. And I think that it would probably make most sense to set three additional categories for MTF, FDM, and then a non-binary. And you could only participate in one of those avenues. Mm-hmm. That, would, that would be the most cohesive way to but they square don't that. that. I think yeah, me and you, were, yeah, we're down with that. Yeah, but there's when you say they, there's they on every corner. You know what I mean? But it's uh, mostly man, woman, male to female that don't want that. Say so most of the time, these athletes, their statistics are mediocre. Yeah. Against other men, nope. and they go in and destroy women because there's differences. Right. Um, you don't see female to male going and fighting in the UFC or boxing. No, they get whooped. They get. This actually happened. Yes, it did. You saw this. Yes, it. I did. Um, and just fucking annihilate. You know. 
But then when they put that same person in with the girls, she did fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like wasn't like over the top great or anything, but she did fine. But against the man, she got wrecked. Yeah. You know, so there's definitely, I mean, there's knowledge and things with this, like combat sports anyway. You know, like, uh, I think at my size and weight, you know, I could go in if I was to be able to get in shape before I could go in and do well against girls. Yeah. There were no way were like championship material. I would still be okay in there. They would probably win because they're point, you know, they're more knowledgeable, but they're not going to knock me out. Right. And their physical strength isn't enough to stop me from breaking out of the hole. Mm-hmm. You know, there's disciplines that put the smaller person against the bigger person that they're re- really good at, but strength matters, bone density matters, biology matters. In the arenas that it matters, but in, in a social sphere where you're not competing, you know, where, like I said, in any case that doesn't well, matter, it doesn't matter. Most people couple everything like that together. There's, there's got to be nuance. There's got to be has to be a list. There's got to be context for everything. Yeah, I understand that, but when you're okay, so like hermaphrodite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I said that that was offensive. Now, um, intersex. I remember intersex is, is the new term, but at one point that was what it was called. Yeah, and now it's hate speech. Are considered offensive. Um, so, like yesterday's medical term for today's hate speech, right? And like retardation. You know, you call right. somebody retard. That's what it was called when I was young. Like yeah. somebody who was mentally handicapped in some way, they were called retarded. Yeah. Now, you know, I know that you're not retarded, but it's just what it was called, you know? So, but now that's offensive. So I think that that's a true statement. Like yesterday's medical terms is today's hate speech. Society can't keep up with what definitions matter. That's why gender matters. You I know? think you're arguing that biological sex matters. Gender doesn't matter. Well, it matters because it's the same. I don't think so. We, we, we squared this away. 1948, they made the distinction. Well, they made it, but we've been... We're slow it, to catch up. It's been a ongoing back and forth since then. It's never been like, this is concrete, you know? There's still studies going on all the time, and nobody's given any concrete evidence besides biological concrete evidence. So that's what I base my decision off of, biological concrete. You know, uh, fucking kangaroo has a pouch. Undeniable, it's there. You can see it. Um, turtles have a shell, biological. Take the shell off, it dies. It's part of their biology. Um, rabbits got long ears, you know, biological, they're hairy. Shit like that. It's biological. It's something you can measure and see in front of you. Yeah, you know? but your. Your personality, your experience, your reality isn't measurable. But that's, okay, so like, uh, 
a lot of people in this transgender thing, they say, like, this is a, a term that happens a lot, I've discovered. Um, it'll be like my reality. Yeah. My reality is that I was a woman in a man's body, you know, and I needed to change it to this. Yeah. Right? You agree with that? That's yeah, that's that often. often said. Yep. Um, me personally, but do you? But what about actual reality? You know, your reality is different from my reality. But there, there are no universal truths. Like, there is the truth. What is the truth? Not your truth, but the truth. I think that's the, that gets into the philosophy of like reality as a whole, but their, their reality is their truth. Their truth is that they were born one way and they, they need to identify as another. Like, it's nothing against you or anyone else how they decide to identify themselves. Um, Unless it comes into this, like, say, sports arena or whatever, um, where there are physical distinctions, like you said, phenotypes and everything else that makes an unfair case one way or the other. But there generally are very few instances where there's an unfair case in the day-to-day operation of society and, like, how you address someone, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, like I, I see where you're coming from on, on some aspects, but at the end of the day, like truth is subjective. That's the whole point. And the subject to them is that they don't feel like they're living the way that they should be. And so they change that and they shouldn't be chastised or discriminated against that unfairly. And again, in a in certain situations it is fair to discriminate, like sports, but What is it? They don't think so. That's my point. You can't put this set of rules over here about sports and, and this and that and then have it different on this end because then it ain't fair right I'm all about being fair like I don't want to chastise anybody I don't want anybody to feel like I'm demonizing them or demeaning demeaning them or any of that shit I, I honestly would love to understand this from their point of view I don't want to go through it because I'm me and I want to be this, yeah. But I'd love to talk to one of them, you know. Um, I try to learn about everything as much as possible. I have my own opinion about things, obviously, is what we're doing right now. You're probably in this realm way more than me, but like I have a an FTM friend who's just got licensed as a personal trainer, like a like a physical um, oh, trainer. Again, what was the first part? Like they just got like their uh, FTM, female to male. Yeah, they're taking uh, injections and everything else. They want to get them set to me, and um, they want to do the full upstairs, downstairs operation. Uh, How does that even work? The operation itself. Yeah. Google it. I don't know that I'm not a surgeon. I don't know the the full nuances of it, but yeah, they're they're gonna extrovert. Yeah. Um, But like, does it work? They so as of right now, even them taking injections, so uh, do they have to physically inject it into the? They they physically are taking testosterone to like and like HGH stuff yeah. too. I guess my question is, does the dick get hard? Yeah, the, on, uh, on cl- its own. clitoral. So like you have like clitoral enlargement, like 
But at it's this point, around. yeah, so they for them, and this is crazy. You, you try to talk about like their reality is like this is still going to suffer. Like they don't get pleasure right yeah, now. Yeah, that sucks. Why would you do it? sucks because the the rest of it overshadows that like sex is the most important part to them like enjoying reproduction wise but the the masculine aspect of their identify uh, identity so the does, does mean, get hard yeah it will get but hard it and it doesn't feel as good as your dick and it doesn't like it wouldn't come do no. anything so you're just pounding for hours and days and years yeah like you'll still you well you well, I guess a female well, obviously none of us are scientists and we are not surgeons don't really yeah. know they could still receive enough stimulation to like climax but at this point and uh, I don't know I haven't gone and had this discussion with like fully changed but during their uh, transformation now it's painful like they can't even masturbate because it's too painful with the changes that's going on in their bodies right now which is upsetting but like mm-hmm. that's Suffering I mean, years in, still painful, or this is only like a, a year or two. A year seems like a long time. No, so. this they've only just like within the last like year or so started taking. Um, but because it's like it's rapid changes, you know what I mean? Like the the first go around. So they get the surgery. Yep. To turn the vagina into a penis. Yep. I believe it's just the clitoris becomes enlarged and turns to a penis. Well, do they like remove the ovaries and make balls or? Um, anyway, yeah, um, different operations to like different extents, but um, but and then the dick actually works and gets hard, but it hurts. Yeah, but as of right now, it's still it's too stimulating. It, so why not painful. just be a gay girl? Because they identify with the masculine overall aspect, like that means more to them. Being a man is having sex with your penis. Than it I, I mean, I guess that's how you want to classify being a man. I think being a man part, has part of. It. Yeah. Like, one of the big parts of it is sex for men. Yeah, but what if you're a unit? What if you got your dick cut off in an accident? Are you just no longer a man because you can't have sex? I think it's bullshit. Um, are eunuchs castrated, too? Generally, they are, because they don't need the balls anymore. <laughs> I know this is, like, an older term, but, like, I know in slavery days... Um, You'd have, like, eunuchs Muslim, that would... Muslim slave traders would castrate them yeah like neuter them basically right castration and there's like like a eunuch is when your the penis is removed like or terribly yeah but like so royal guards guarding like queens and princesses stuff would like be eunuchs so that they couldn't physically like fuck would you ever want to be one for the clout (laughs) do it for the clout but that's so again like this person no going through the change (laughs) every other aspect of masculinity that can apply to them means more to them than the ability to just have sex well. You know what I mean? Part of being a man is reproducing. Sure, and that base primal part... they can't reproduce. Yeah, but that base primal part is why you had that MTF rapist. right? They weren't able to disassociate themselves from that primal thing. They were just an asshole. But for, for this person, right... Being a man, being whatever that means to them, and again, being a man is a different interpretation for everyone, but for them, that narrative uh, and that identity means more to them than getting f- like extreme enjoyment for sex, or at least optimum enjoyment from sex. Like They just want to be that other way. They 
they feel that way. And sex takes a backseat to everything else. That sucks. It, it does suck. And so when you say like the, the, the level of discrimination that they get in the social sphere, like, dude, they're already suffering for the most part. I mean, you have a body dysmorphia or a gender dysmorphia or any sort of aspect where you don't feel like you're the best you, whether it's shame or disappointment or any um, criteria that you want to measure it, not being happy with who you are sucks. And they have more obstacles than you or me would have to go through. And they, they still decide that that's what's necessary for them to feel whole or at least closer to whole and so i think that it's 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 upsetting that they still get so much flack and like it's blown out of proportion uh in a lot of ways like this red herring mtf rapist that's not the standard right that is a a rogue outlier and that rogue outlier compared to what is the standard amount of sexual assaults and everything else that goes on is way out of uh, ratio um, so let people be who they want to be, have some like common respect for your neighbor. Right. And I don't mean like the yeah. guy who lives next door, but just <laughs> everyone you meet have, have some human decency because we are all human. Try to give that anyway. Yeah. We're respect is, should be given. Yeah. Until it's non reciprocated and then you can disrespect if they deserve it. Sure. But anyone you immediately, you know, meet for the first time doesn't deserve you know disrespect and we're all going through this human journey this human experience at the end of the day gender male female non-binary whatever you uh, are identifying as like just have respect for one another and let's fucking make it to the end you know lay down your grave happy with who you are and the people that you've met along the way well said sir um you have one more question go for it so we talked about the female to male. Yep. What about the male to female? You know, so basically you take your Audi and turn into an E. So essentially it's just a big dry hole. Yeah, uh, again, a lot less um, stimulation that way. Uh, but again, there is more than one way to have sex. <laughs> Can you just be gay? Again, that that specific part of it takes a backseat to everything else that comes with the femininity aspect of it. If it hurts, why do it? It doesn't make sense to me. Why do you uh, want abs? Why do you put yourself through the ringer to do a thousand sit-ups a week in order to tone your body to look a certain way? Right? For most of us, we don't need extreme... Yeah, not but like <laughs> in, in, in this situation. It's like you don't need extreme core strength for 99.99% of our, you know, daily jobs or lives. Like mm. it's just, it's something that makes you feel better about yourself. It helps you be a more complete and idealized version of you. So that means more to them than the difficulties they might have with a certain aspect of sex. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said earlier, Gender and sex were interchangeable for, like, ever, you know? I think not interchangeable, like, they were ingrained with one another. They're inseparable. Like, you're born male, you're male. You know, um, then when you radically change it uh, so much that 
then you have to have a number of how many there are. Now, if you're asserting it's true, then it's your responsibility to tell how many genders there are. Like society has certain parameters that you have to run on, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess what I'm saying is uh, I don't really give a shit, you know? I said that in the beginning. I don't really care, but like you have to have a number. You can't just make them up as you go along. So how many? How many are? It can't be endless. Like it has to happen. Everything has. No, I I think that um. Yeah, sure. At some point, you reach the scope of language, right? Whether this is just day to day slang or whether it's legalese, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, sure. There's going to be a relative hard cap. I don't know what that hard cap is or when we'll reach it. Um, but the majority of, of people that are a part of any of these certain acronyms or pronouns or whatever, easiest thing is you just call them by name. You know what I mean? That's what I try. Yeah, I, I am I don't, this person. And, you know, then, like, I, I guess if it's going to be. Let's say man, even the woman, you know? Like, so, man? Yeah. You know? Or one of the ways that I talk, I'm like, man, this is bullshit, you know? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. And, I mean, are they in defense of that? Like, Only if they're an asshole. Uh, right. I mean, there's assholes. And I generally try not to be one. Um, but I don't want people telling me what I have to do. I guess it's kind of my point. It's social norm this whole time. Now you want to change that. That's cool, but like, you can't expect society just to be out of the gate. Like, okay, you know, well, wait a minute now. Like, there has to be some type of proof situation. And until that happens, I just don't feel that I can personally, I wouldn't say accept, but like, you know, acknowledge maybe. It's going to take a while to condition yourself to that new norm. I just norm. think that without proof, you know, everybody's all test the sciences and shit, but biologic, you know, biology is science. And for the most part, in the animal world, the man's the man, the woman's the woman. The girl has babies. The man plants the seed to have those babies. And that's the way of the world. Um, and there's a few exceptions, but... Not too many. Yeah, but humanity is, in every case that it is natural, is an unnatural circumstance. What we're doing to the world is unnatural. Our perception, our like self-evaluation and uh, like presence is unnatural. A lot of philosophers will agree that like the world only, or the, the universe only exists because it is like witnessed and perceived. You know what I mean? Like. Mm -hmm. If there was no self-aware sentient creature, there would be no argument that reality actually exists, you know, because there's no one there to step back and see it for what it is. And so I think that your your personal existence, right, is something that is sacred to you. Um, and, like, some of the tenets of Satanism is all about the worship of the self and, like, not allowing others to interfere with your... Uh, pursuit of happiness basically and it also states like don't 
obfuscate other people's happiness in the pursuit of your own, right? So do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. And so as long as we all abide by that sort of simple term, right, it doesn't matter how you're identifying or what you started as. It's all about who you are, who you've become, and how you uh, treat other people. And I think that it takes a lot of strength for these individuals to go through their journeys to try to become who they are. And I think that the least that we can do as those who aren't in the same boat is just give them their birth and respect to develop that. And sure, in legal circumstances, there's going to be a lot of growing pains as to try to identify what that means in certain aspects. Same thing with you know sports, but in in your day to day interactions with each other, um, it doesn't fucking matter. There's no biology factoring that. Again, your gender identity and your perception of you know your your reality and who you are. That doesn't matter. It doesn't, like, if I don't see your dick, if I don't see your vagina, then, that, like, I don't have anything to do with that. It doesn't fucking bother me, because I'm not interacting bother, with it. It doesn't bother me either, but, you know, everybody's all trust the science all the time. Right? Science has nothing to do with it, because it's a social science, and that's always subject to change. Hey, if you're, if you're born, that's science. That that is a science, but in every way that it actually matters to anyone else, it is a social science. It matters physically. Only if I'm going to the doctor, or if we're having sex, or I'm participating or in sports. Participating in sports, or right. That's what the, there's going to be ways where it does matter, and there's going to be ways ninety nine percent of the time where it doesn't. Then how do you differentiate between the ones that do and don't? Like who decides when it matters? What matters, what matters. That's, a, that's a decision that we all have to reach together. But if we're all going to strictly adhere to one particular side and not give, they would not concede or at least give them the opportunity of like understanding where they're coming from, unless we're having these discussions, unless yeah. we're. No, I think this is a great discussion. Yeah. Um, again, Really trying hard not to sound like a dickhead. You know, these are legitimate questions. I mean, I know that you're not like a transgender person, so your knowledge on it isn't like firsthand, mm -hmm. but you, know, you probably have a lot more experience with transgender people than I do. Um, I don't think that I know any personally that I can remember anyway. But or, sometimes, or that I would know now, maybe somebody that I knew, but I don't know now. I have a very small circle of people. Sometimes there, there is no absolute, there is no right answer to everything. We we are given with what we're given, and we just have to make the most of it. Uh, we had a discussion about conflict, and this is sort of a conflict of interest, I think. You know, and it's. It's hard for one or the other to accept, I think. And without these types of things, which <clears throat> you're not a transgender person, right? So I think a lot of the things that I said would piss them off. And emotions are involved, you know. And from the things that I've watched leading up to this, 
they all got mad. And the guy that I was watching was saying the things that I'm saying and being extremely calm. And they got pissed. Which emotions are a thing. And they're very emotional about this. You know, because I don't even have any idea how hard it possibly is. But, you know, it's also hard to accept that you were born this way if you believe in religion. Which is not really religious, but if you believe in it, you know, God created you this way. A lot of people adhere to that. And the Bible is like the biggest book in the fucking world, you know, um, whether you believe in it or not. Next to the dictionary. You've seen Old Testament? It's just like huge, man. Um, so, I mean, if you believe in that, and that's what you believe, just because you believe that you're a girl when you were born a man doesn't mean that I have to. You know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, again, people can adhere to whatever belief they need, but just don't superimpose it on someone else. And, uh, again, like... Moral stories don't be a dick. Yeah. And For no reason, I guess. I think that miscommunication is the key factor that leads to conflict. So the more you inform yourself and have discussion and try to you know, reach out, empathize, look inside yourself, uh, you know, seek outward, the better your understanding and the better that communication is, the less conflict. Communication is key in everything. Um, a lot of people fear what they don't understand. You know, I don't understand any of this. Um, I'm not scared of it. And, you know, the gay, lesbian stuff, like you know, people, you know, you're homophobic. I'm not. Like, I don't care if you're gay. I'm not. Right? So, don't make me uncomfortable with it. Like, I'm not going to make you uncomfortable with it. I'm not going to go over there and talk about fucking bitches and how you're gay, you know, or this or that. I'm just going to have a regular conversation. Like, I would try to leave sex out of my conversation with a gay person. Yeah, I think that, um, so you have that understanding, right? So I think a lot of people, if they allow themselves the opportunity and time to really connect and allow themselves to be, you know, emotionally receptive to the experiences that these people in transition are going through, they'll care a lot less about what fucking bathrooms are on the wall. You know, once you realize, you know, the struggle and change and the suffering that these people go through, all that superficial key hot topic talking points that really don't matter at the end of the day goes away because we're all just people trying to be happy. Yeah. And I think that if you could on both ends have a civil conversation and bring what your thoughts are or feelings or whatever to the table, we could get further with, you know, um, and and have a conversation where it's not like, oh, gotcha, bitch, you know, all the time. It's just you present your thing, and I have my rebuttal, and then we talk about that. And I present my thing, and have your rebuttal. Treat it like a debate more than a fucking yelling match or whatever. Uh, trying not to get upset and staying cool, level-headed is part of debating. 
learning how to do this makes me a better person. Absolutely. So I was kind of hot-headed for the most part. I didn't really want to listen to shit before I started doing this and other things. Kind of like grown as birth, like more susceptible to this kind of thing than I would have been maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, I think uh, up, down, left, right, you know, uh, top to bottom, it's, um, there, there's got to be a middle ground, not middle. Well, you got to try to find common ground. Yeah. And that's one of the things they teach. Debate. I think that the big middle ground is that we're all human. Yeah, and I mean, most people that are on my end of this is like, nobody's dehumanized. They don't try to. Over the top people are usually religious people. Your everyday person isn't trying to like be like you're less than human or anything. They just don't understand. And they probably don't want to take the time to understand. Most people have their belief and they think they're right and everything, you know? So, share this podcast with them. Let them know that this is the discussion that they should be having, emulating, right? Yeah, Go. try to. Yeah. yeah, start that dialogue from a, uh, a place of good intention. Well, you try to maintain that all the way. Like, if you listened all the way to this point, you know, we didn't yell at each other. And there was times where I was like, Fuck you, Dave, in my head, you know? Trying to be all smart and shit, you know? <laughs> but you just have to think about what they said and process it. Give yourself a few seconds to process what the other person said. I think Dave's right a lot on a lot. You know, it's still hard for me to process, but I definitely learned a lot. I'm sure he probably did too. Correct? Yep. Words offer the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the Annunciation of Truth. Ooh, beef for vendetta. My man. So, on that note, just uh, don't be a dick. You know, respect is given, trust is earned.